Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Am I tough enough? Strong and stable leadership. Total rhubarb. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Shut the fridge. Not another one. It's the Politics oh. Show Pubcast. Love podcast, ain't nonsense, it's the Politics Show Pubcast. Woo! Woo! Hey! I'm not going to lie, it's quite a lot for this early in yeah. the morning. Uh, we, were, we were in a pub last night and I don't feel great. I don't know what you're talking about, Ed. I went and did the papers last night. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the official line is Ava was not in a pub last night. Yeah. Um, I was and I had a Morley's on the way home and I feel... You had a Morley's? Yeah. What's your Morley's order? Oh, fuck, it was stupid. I, I ate it. I was like, "This is too much." Three whole chickens. Three whole chickens. Three pieces of chicken and chips, and four spicy wings as well. That's and quite I, nice. But it was also so much. I was sitting like gluttonous. That's the one thing I um, I get very upset about not eating chicken mm. is I really do crave that, you know, like spicy wings or something like that. Yeah, but the, you know, you can There's never get. No, you can get like a fake chicken. But it's not going to have skin. You see, when you say that, you said it like that and now I immediately don't ever want it again. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, I think that's the distinction between like the real the real heads, the real meat heads. Yeah, but I've been off meat now for about 13 years. So, you know, maybe I should eat it and just see what happens. Do it here. Yeah, on camera. Tell you what, vegetarian eats meat for the first time in X number of years is a really good YouTube headline. Yeah, also a bit perverted, isn't it? Yeah, steak. Like a rare steak. A rare one? Yeah. Yeah, what would happen? I don't know. You probably have appropriate iron levels for the first time in 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> My iron levels are fine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I actually am really tired. <laughs> I, I haven't fainted an hour. <laughs> Um, anyway, a stonking. Absolute, what an absolute stonking victory <laughs> for the Labour Party in the true by-elections last night. I'm going to stop doing that, boys. There were loads of good lines out this morning. There was one reporter who was like, you should never be super, superfluous about these results. <laughs> what does that <laughs> but mean? But today you should. <laughs> right, OK, so for context, if somehow you haven't seen, um, the Tories have completely shat it. They've yeah. shat the bed. <laughs> Labour are having a party in their own house. Yeah. They've won Mid-Bedfordshire and Tamworth. Unthinkable that Labour would have ever won these seats. Biggest numerical majority in any UK by-election since 1945. 1945? Yeah. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> since the Second World War. Oh my God. So, Labour have the Tories' trousers down yeah. in their own home and they're making them do a funny dance. Yeah. And it's... It's embarrassing. This is embarrassing for them. Is it? They should be mortified by this. It's not like a, it's not quite enjoyable. 
No. Is oh. It, I, I think I think this is actually like wait, enjoyable for who? Well, I don't know the dance. The da- <laughs> no, it's humiliating. Oh right, okay. It's a humiliating dance. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, it's they've had a party and someone won't leave, and mm-hmm. they're too shy to make them leave. Oh, that's a really nice way of putting it. I think it's a, it's a story someone told me about they had a party at school without their parents, mm-hmm. and they invited like the cooler kids from another school. And the cooler kids just refused to leave in the morning. <laughs> they were there doing drugs all night. What? Well, and then the guy was like, And the guy was like, like, please, can you go? Is it no? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get into my mum's bed? It was things like that. They were like, I think one of them, like, it was one of these horrible stories about, they like took the goldfish out of the bowl and shit like that and like trashed, pulled radiators off the wall. What? And stuff like, stuff like that. As an adult, you're like, that's... That is, un- yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, but as like a child, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Do you know, I once went to a party when we were 16, and that this is so bad, this is really dark. Someone threw her grandmother's ashes into the pond. <laughs> <laughs> what That's fuck? not good, yeah, that's not good. Why would you do that? Yeah. You really shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, that, is, that is a really I, that is a really true I haven't thought about that in years God, actually that is bad yeah that but, went that, that went round that story was like now like infamous for years afterwards because it was like what the fuck there was a boy in my year who every time his parents went away he he had a party and it got so out of hand but it happened like six or seven times and the parents were always <laughs> furious but at that point stop going away yeah and leaving your son there yeah to put your son somewhere else, like in a kennel, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we talk about the by-election? Yes, probably. Um, so, sh- shall we talk about mid-beds? Yeah. Mid-beds, Labour overcame a 24,664 to- uh, vote majority, winning the seat for the first time with a swing of 20.5% to win. Huge. Huge. Only needed 19% to win. Swing. Um, first time it hasn't been Tory since 1937. Um, Nadine Dorries, no peerage, no seat, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Leaving absolutely empty-handed. And um, you were in mid beds, yeah, this week. Yesterday, in fact. Oh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. We're, time flies when you're having fun. Well, quite when you're, you know, overturning a stonking majority. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the. Um, do you know, I was, we, I was talking to Harry, the videographer, and I was like, we have to find a Tory voter, have to find one. And we really couldn't find any at all. And I think, you know, so a lot of the, we were in the towns and in the towns, you know, typically where it's a bit more, you know, bustling, people live a bit more closer together, people vote <laughs> Labour, mm, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, that's my, my stonking analysis <laughs> for this morning. And then out in the farmlands, out in the shires, that's where people vote Conservative. And that's where the shy Conservatives are who would have sent in their postal votes um, and then might have been enticed in the last couple of weeks by various incentives from the Tory party, like we're going to abolish inheritance tax because those sort of things, you know, <laughs> voting in their own self-interest. But in the town, every single person we spoke to, Labour voter, which is, I mean, extraordinary. And but But you know what came up every single time was tactical voting. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think there was a, a small rumbling campaign uh, the Lib Dems and Labour were both trying to convince voters that they were the um, the second option, that they were the only challengers to the Tory party. Mm. And somehow Labour's messaging cut through 
better than the Lib Dems. And every person we spoke to, they said, I'm taking a gamble. I want to get the Tories out. I'm gambling on Labour. I think I spoke to this. Did we talk about this on Monday? Because they were talking about like cooperation between Labour and Lib Dems. Mm. So there was, there was a split vote in like the, prog- the progressive thing, but the anti-Tory vote was so still so large that they absolutely it didn't matter, mm. which I think is interesting. So no cooperation in this seat, and Labour still won. I see they weren't supposed to win. It's one of these ones Lib Dems were probably hoping to target. Like there was a, a narrative about well by the Lib Dems about like we're the only ones who can win here despite polling. In Midbeds or Tamworth or both? In Midbeds, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and what was interesting, so the, the, the Lib Dems actually targeted the, the shires. Mm-hmm. So Labour really went for the, t- the town centres. Ampthill, <clears throat> all over that. Yeah. Uh, Flittick, oh, all over it. But um, the Lib Dems went out and tried to convince the Conservative voters in the farms mm-hmm. to vote Tory. Uh, sorry to vote Lib Dem. <laughs> they're, bad, they're bad at their job. <laughs> yeah. No, why does this keep happening? <laughs> um, and I guess it, it didn't work so well. But then even, you know, the Lib Dems got, got a lot of votes there. They did. They did. Yeah. Not, not, to be, not to be sniffed at. Not to be sniffed at. It was a, they were the secondary hosts of the party. Mm. It was almost in their honour. Yeah. But then the, the candidate, Alistair, he, local guy, mm-hmm. um, his, his big, Big push. The, the, the Labour, no, no Labour MP. Oh, yeah, sorry, the Labour MP. Alice I should have contextualised that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know, just a first name basis. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> me to. Me and Al. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. You can call me uh, You can call me Al. Al. <laughs> um, local guy. And that came up with every single voter I spoke to. They were like, well, he actually lives in the constituency. Nadine did not live in the constituency. Mm. She moved out years ago, and all of them really? seemed to be aware of that. Also, just as a little aside, we saw Tommy Robinson. Gosh. Who lives there, apparently. That's interesting. He's doing up a million pound house. Are we doxing Tommy Robinson? Is that doxing? I guess so. It's on Hope Not Hate. It's online. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so there's the we're directing people to even more specific information. <laughs> Is that doxing? I don't know. I don't know. We never talk about where we live. Sean, when you edit this, and <laughs> Laura, when you edit this, you can... Uh, uh, we can all check. You can make a Let's decision. Let's reveal. I'm going to read out your address. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Total rhubarb. It's the Politics Show podcast. Um, tell me about Tamworth. Yeah, um, the point you made about struggling to meet a Conservative, someone who was going to vote Conservative, actually, yeah, had the exact same thing. People were... A lot of people said they weren't going to vote, and people said they didn't know who they were going to vote for. But I don't think I spoke to anyone who was intending to vote Conservative, mm. which is interesting. 
Why do you think that is? Because they're shy or? No, I think, I think they just haven't made their mind. I think because, I don't know, as in, I, I think they knew, just knew they weren't going to vote Conservative, but they hadn't yet um, decided who was going to receive their vote, which I think maybe speaks to the wider trend of people say, oh, Labour are only winning because the Tories are unpopular. Mm. But as Duncan Robinson from The Economist made the point, own goals still count. Right. Like, does that, like ultimately, that will still lead to Labour being in power. Yeah. Do you, do you think, okay, Greg Hands was out on the, the morning Mr. Hands. this morning. Mr. Hands. Nah. <laughs> it's a really niche reference. I wonder if anyone will get that. <laughs> Don't um, Google that. <laughs> um, Mr. Hans was out on the uh, the broadcast round this morning, and he, he his argument was um, Labour didn't actually win. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He was like, "Well, if you look at the numbers, you know, this is one of the worst turnouts of Labour they've ever seen." It was like, "You you didn't win." <laughs> Labour have taken two true blue seats here and that, somehow that they've be, lost. It must be quite fun to be like, just lie through your teeth yeah. and just be like, oh no, this is actually terrible for Labour. As in everything Labour have ever wanted is coming true. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people's like, some, you know when people, people win the lottery and people are like, people who win the lottery actually tend to go bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're actually really miserable. Yeah, they're actually, re- as they're like, they- <laughs> They're driving around they in three it. Lamborghinis. <laughs> Look how unhappy he is. Look how unhappy he is. He's not fulfilled. Absolutely not. Um, but, oh God, what was I going to say? It was a good one as well. What were we saying before that? Tamworth, Shy Tories, who are they going to vote for? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Robert Buckland was out on the, so the former Justice Secretary. He was out also on the broadcast round this morning and he called it how it is. He was like, this is very bad. <laughs> this, is, this is very bad. This is dreadful. Um, we should probably start listening to the, to, to the voters. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what came up? Every, actually, maybe we'll play a couple of the voxes now from mid-beds because what was interesting was how often Partygate still comes up. Yeah. It's, it's constant. Have a listen. May I ask how you voted this morning? I voted Labour. I think this last 13 years it's just wrecked us entirely. And it, it can't be down to anybody else but the incumbents. They won't change themselves, so I'll cross fingers that Labour are a better option. Me and my family said that we would vote tactically. Um, we voted Labour because from everything that's been suggested, it looks like Labour are the best current candidate to beat the Tories. So. Um, that seems like the most tactical vote to us. Uh, Labour, definitely Labour. Alistair has been really active around the town. Um, I met him a couple of times, he's a really sound bloke. So yeah, going to go Labour, we need to get Tories out. So it's not just a protest vote, you like the candidate as well? Yeah, yeah, Alistair, yeah, he seems really sound, he's from the area. Um, he's been working really hard, so yeah, I think he deserves a go. And you weren't tempted by the Lib Dems? No, um, I would be if I thought they were going to be the second, like a tactical vote, but Labour is looking best place to beat the Tories, so I'll vote for them. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think regardless of... <laughs> well, it's, it's one thing, you can't really argue to be the candidate of change if you've been in power for 13 years anyway. Mm. But also, if you're still part of the government, if you're part of the government that oversaw Partygate, etc., that is like... That will live long in the, the political memory. But people still talk about... Gordon Brown sold the gold, and people still talk about that stupid that treasury. Liam Byrne, 
Liam Burns Treasury note. Well, Not to be confused with Ian Byrne. No, very different. Which I have actually done before. Have you? <laughs> Do you know about this? No, I don't think so. Maybe I should tell this story. Um, one time I was trying to talk to Ian Byrne and oh. I was texting Liam Byrne. <laughs> and Sean was like, Do you mean to be texting Liam Byrne? I was like, No. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. Specific, very specific Liverpool questions. I was, yeah. That's very funny. Um, he was doing his best to answer them as well. Good for him. That's good. <laughs> um, but, you know, these are two, or back to the by election, these are two really organic results. Sorry, organic contests. Nadine Dorries, former culture secretary, served under Boris Johnson, disgraced her constituents by holding on uh, to her seat, not doing anything for the people who live there, but just holding out in hopes of getting a peerage. And then Chris Pincher, who brought down the government for yeah. his alleged sexual misconduct. Yep. So you've got two uh, MPs there, situations that were widely reported in the press, widely discussed. Enough discontent there. I think, to really rattle mm. the people who live in those areas. Mm. Yeah, because you, you just wouldn't want someone like that to be a member of parliament. No. But, you know, and also, you know, Partygate coming up is interesting because Nadine Dorries was part of that government, right? So she was the embodiment of the COVID government, even though she might not have been done for being at any of the parties. She did defend Boris Johnson relentlessly. She still would. She still would. Um, do you think Nadine would what, like to come on the podcast? She might, you know. One thing I respect about Nadine, she will do an interview. <laughs> One thing I admire about her, her hunger for media attention. <laughs> um, what we could do is do like I'm a celebrity based challenges. <laughs> and just eat various. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Sorry. Just <laughs> I thought a lot of things there. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What's the weirdest thing? I suppose if you eat? don't eat meat, then there's actually quite a very limited. I things. did once eat. Um, my friend is a food PR. Mm -hmm. This was like six years ago, and we went to a Mexican restaurant in London Bridge where we had guacamole with um, crickets on it. I've had crickets. As you well. got like crickets them? in Vietnam. Yeah, I bought bizarrely in Glasgow once in the Sainsbury's near the St Enoch Centre for my Glasgow heads. There was a, at the till, there was a packet of crickets you could buy. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I'll try these. Did you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I bought them and then I was like, this is fine. But is it like a pork scratching? Well. Kind of. Yeah. I've also eaten horse as well. I had horse in Bulgaria. Yeah, same, but unintentionally. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, it was all in the Tesco <laughs> meal dips when we were kids, weren't we? My mum used to make um, pie and liquor, you know, um, it's like it's like a really thin pie, and then it's got parsley sauce yeah, in it with mashed potato. Real, like, London thing. Lots of vinegar, um, and you buy like the the, the Tesco's value ones because they're like the best ones mm -hmm. for it, and they're for, like fourteen pence for four. They were back then. And then like that story broke, bring like these are made of horse. Fucking, fucking no wonder. <laughs> like, I think my mum at the time was like, oh, I'm glad there was actually some meat in that. <laughs> <laughs> my so pear pie. <laughs> That's less than four pence per pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Jesus. Um, should we talk about politics again? Yeah, sure. So. Boring. <laughs> I think no one should be surprised by these results, kind of given polling since Truss. This has been the trajectory of the Conservative Party, and Labour are on for a stonking majority. <laughs> yeah, that's what John Curtis, Sir John Curtis said this morning, isn't it? Polling extraordinaire. Yes. He said that these these results could indicate that Labour are in for a, 
what heavier la- larger landslide how, how, what, what's the uh, verb for a landslide getting bigger heavier more destructive landslides yeah than the 97 blair gee whiz victory, so. i've been saying gee whiz a lot i don't like it gee whiz oh i sound ridiculous um friend of paul joe john ellidge mm. had a really good quote yesterday which actually is actually maybe i'm not sure how applicable it is now that they've won yeah but he was talking about even if the Tories had won these two seats, that was still like still actually quite bad for the Tories. He made the point, I'm just going to read out his tweet. This reminds me of a great thing I once read in a history of ancient Egypt, that you can tell when things are going badly for a dynasty, because even though they never record defeats, the glorious victories keep getting closer and closer to the capital. As in, why are they having to defend their, their heartlands? Why are their heartlands under threat? And they lost them. He's so, such a dork, isn't he? No, that was great. I love I'm, him. I'm no, I love him. You I love how nerdy he is. <laughs> yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was great. I think it's like, what the hell do they do now? How are they going to, how are they going to defend? So there's, there's nowhere that they can confidently say this is going to be Tory through and through. Well, I think Starmer's still cautious, isn't he? Well, this morning he said, you know, this shows that there is no, no there's no such thing as a safe seat left yep. anymore for the Conservatives. And I think he's completely right. Mm-hmm. But also the polling, to be 20 points ahead with an election not even called yet, that is quite a precarious position to be in because it's not because it's not necessarily that people might now decide to change their vote or they might vote tactically against Labour. It's turnout, mm-hmm. right? So if you are, um, I don't know, like an ambivalent voter and you're like, well, I'd quite like to get the Tories out, wouldn't mind Labour being mm-hmm. in, polling looks like they will, I'll just stay at home. Yeah. And if too many people do that... Labour don't win. Yeah, no, but then, yeah, but I, I think closer to the election, like people are, like want change so. But I think well, they need to make them seething. Yeah, you need to like. I think people are seething as well. People like are. I think people people are just really unhappy without like regardless of wherever you go. They, like in Tamworth, Tam, Tamworth was actually quite representative of every small town, kind of I've been to in England in the past kind of year, where people are just like, yep, high street shit. There's no, there's no, I've lived here forever. It's shit. Nothing here works. The country is shit. I want shit. Like, people are fucking furious mm. about the state of the country. And I think that's a, a quite a strong impetus. And they know, and the, people aren't stupid. They know whose fault it is. They know who's been in power for 13 years. God, but do you know what makes me so sad about hearing that? Is I'm like, yes, everyone wants change. And then we're going into a potential government that will not spend to make the change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it would be good if there was like a... Free like, money! <laughs> free money for... Um, I was actually, I was, I, you, know, you know how Ollie does like stupid like quotes when he does love podcasts mm. nonsense, and like lick the stamp and send it? I, I chickened out of doing one. Um, but there's a, <laughs> there's a line from... There's a band of like Los Campesinos and there's a band... Uh, it, just be, oh, it won't get better. It doesn't mean it's going to get any worse. Which is quite like a, I think it's quite apt about the Labour Party. That's an interesting rewrite of the uh, the hit D colon ream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things yeah. can only things get can, better. Like, but as in like, it won't get better, but it won't get worse. Well, there we go. But actually, I I, I find that oddly cheering that sentiment. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, ha, huh, we've bottomed out. We've. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> He's laughing at bottoming. Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, cool. I was, okay. Um, it's been a long night. <laughs> there is, um, 
I wonder how Reform did. I didn't even look, actually. Uh, I will look. Midbeds, 3.7%. And Tamworth, 5.4%. Did better than UKIP in Tamworth and better than the Green Party in Midbeds. Really? Yeah. I didn't see any Greens out and about campaign- campaigning, actually. No. Well, I was in Tamworth, so they weren't, they were, they weren't standing. So that's, that's why I didn't. You know, Tamworth is the most interesting constituency, I think, out of the two of them to overturn mm-hmm. because it was so such a Leave voting area. It was yeah. such a Brexit area. Because I think that Cleave is perhaps is not going to be as much of a division. Because think about it, for the last election, that's all that happened in Parliament for, for like five years. Yeah. It was just like, oh, deal, no deal. Like it was all that was just the news that like, governments were falling. And I, I don't think people are as interested anymore. Yeah, now they're like, food or no food? <laughs> <laughs> eat or eat? Eat or eat? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Um, yeah, have you got any more thoughts about... No, I'm, I'm happy with that. Are you? Yeah, I just kind of want to emphasize again, this result is a fucking stinger for the Tories. <laughs> and people are like, I think it's, if you're saying otherwise, get your head out your arse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's embarrassing. It really is. Like, imagine... Oh, how can this be bad for Labour? Imagine that's your job. Imagine what's your job, what, to defend it? Yeah, come on. You made quite a good joke before we got on here about, about the lottery. <laughs> did I say, I thought I said that on here. Did we say, no, I think we did it before, didn't we? Oh, no, I, I thought of it before and then I said it on, I did say that. Oh, we covered it. I said the thing about the Lamborghinis. Yeah. That was, Shawnee, I, did we do that on the podcast? I'm not sure. Shawnee doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee doesn't listen to the podcast. I did say on the podcast. Shawnee is the the sixth member of our team. Yes, Shawnee is sixth uh, and final production extraordinaire. Um, yeah, Sean and Laura didn't fancy coming today. No, Shawnee did though. Shawnee did, she... and this wouldn't be happening without. So everyone, drop a comment for Shawnee. When Hello. she she came in, Ed and I were already sitting in our seats with no lights on, and then, like, <laughs> just sitting here like genuinely cameras not turned. No, off. we were like, she was like, "Is there anything on?" No, no. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, help us. <laughs> uh, the audience, the audience needs this. Um, anything else? No, nice one. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. I just wanted to give a shout out to Alex Roberts. Yeah, and, uh, Alex Roberts. I've been a long-time colleague at Joe for six years. He's done. He's kind of made it his pioneers the kind of like fight sport content that we do on our other channels, and he's moving on to Passage New, and we're going to really miss him. But uh, so drop some love for Alex in that in the comments, um, or maybe go and watch his boxing stuff as well. Have a little look. Yeah, yeah. Look at Fight Joe. If you subscribe to the Dominic Cummings School of Thought then everything is wrestling. Absolutely. Politics is wrestling. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so shout out Alex and thanks everyone for listening and watching. We will see you next week. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.